Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, everybody. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And today we're doing a simulcast on Military Mom Talk Radio and Motherhood Talk Radio at the same time, because honestly, Rob, this is a topic for everybody. I don't know how many moms are struggling with elder care and child care. You did it. I do it like it is a lot and to have some tips and tricks and techniques and some support and validation from two moms who are doing it while you do it is huge because when I first started doing elder care and child care simultaneously I thought I was going to lose my mind. Absolutely. It is tough and when they talk about a sandwich generation You truly are. You are stuck in the middle and it is so hard to know which way to turn sometimes. Uh, I I remember I I, I don't have a mom anymore, but she was with us for 19 years, almost 20 years. So I had little kids. I had teenagers. I had a husband. I had an elder. um, I had a job. I had it all. And it was not easy to juggle. No, and there was like a Sophie's choice. And you would think that Mm -hmm. as a mother, you would always choose your kids like it would be easy, but Mm -hmm. it's not. And you find yourself like, you know, my dad's 88 now or going to be 89 next Mm -hmm. week. And one kid is 18, one kid is 15. And they started, my dad started living with me after my mom died when the kids were about about three years old, three, four years old, somewhere Mm -hmm. around there. So like you, I had the whole gamut of things and it's really tough to balance. You had a husband. I didn't have to balance a husband, but I had to balance a boyfriend, which also created its own set of, you know, and work full time, like, you know, this whole thing. And you find yourself going, okay, my kid is whining. My parent is whining. Who can help themselves? And, you know, sometimes neither like Mm. they both need your help and to say okay i need you to wait for this or like i found myself grabbing a baby bottle and shoving it in one mouth and grabbing a like diet pepsi with a straw and giving it to the other one because they're both hungry waiting for dinner Mm -hmm. and they're amazingly similar when parents get older and have dementia or maybe Mm -hmm. have short-term memory problems like i just remember rob this drive to disneyland and i was really happy to go because i had a person in a wheelchair which means i could jump all the lines like which was like so great so i had a wheelchair i had a stroller and i had a ornery preteen and so we're driving in the car it's la freeway traffic down to disneyland and my short-term memory parent is like are we there yet are we there yet are we there yet and then of course my five-year-old who has no sense of time is sitting next to him going are we there yet are we there yet and then my ornery preteen is like would you shut up. And it was exactly what I wanted to say. But as a parent, you can't. Like I know some people do. I don't tell my kids, or my dad to shut up, at least yeah. not 
like unless I really blow my stack. Um, but I just remember going, oh my frickin' you know what? I'm done. You know, I had packed depends, I had packed diapers, Mm-hmm. I had packed Mm-hmm. now, did I have to bring my dad to, you know, yes, he was the free pass to get through the lines. Like I'll be honest, like I have no shame. And the other thing too is like with three kids, like we're in the carpool lane, man, we're going. Like And but to have depends and diapers to have ensure and then formula like this is a juggle. And then the other thing, Rob, is as a single parent, I had two kids. So Disneyland was a Sophie's choice. What child do you leave to ride on his own or sit on the bench and do not move because I got to go on with your brother? Like Right, that right. is not a fun Disneyland trip. So I was able to take my dad so that he could watch one kid because. Yeah. As God would have it, I have one giant freak of nature who's now six five, and then I have one other kid who's only two years difference, but he's five six and a hundred and ten pounds. So there was no way there was a ride that the younger one could go on. He wasn't tall enough. He's gonna fly out. He's trying to stand on his tiptoes, and this happened at the water park. When we went to the California Adventure water park right across the way, my dad's like, you know what? I'll wait at the bottom and get the kids when they come down. So we're up at the top of the slide and my younger one is trying to stand really tall, you know, to be high enough. Well, the lifeguard is talking to me and then my other son gets arguing with the lifeguard about how his brother can really swim. Meanwhile, Zach dropped down the chute. Like... (laughs) The lifeguard, me, and my preteen are all having a conversation. Then we look and we're like, well, he's down. down. (laughs) You know, and thank God my dad would be at the bottom waiting. Otherwise, I'd have to dive down the next chute. Like, you know, these are the things called single mom at the water park with no other friends to go with you. Um, But yes, older people can be super valuable because A, they have, I'm just saying it, my dad has the disabled veterans parking pass. <laughs> boom, right to the front. You take him with you, boom, right to the head of the line at Disneyland. Like, but there is, you know, some juggling to be had with it. Now, your mm-hmm. mom wasn't mobile. That was different. It was. She she was very uh compromised. Uh we we had levels of compromise as she got older, and it did make it harder um when she was needing help, even just getting in and out of bed, needing help because she couldn't, she wasn't continent, um, needing help. And, and once we were able to get help at home, this was another thing too, because she, I couldn't get help for her until we had a chronic injury and then she did break a bone. And then we were able to get help coming in just having the opportunity to do one less thing. And I was able to get help to come in. Those are the kinds of things I think we need to allow ourselves to do, whether it means having somebody come in and help you change the sheets, having somebody run to the grocery store for you, or maybe it is having a food delivery. That's so important. Well, and Rob, you know, when we talk about, you know, food delivery, it's so great today that we have all these choices. And as, as, you know, perfect as the topic is today about, you know, time saving and money saving tips for sandwich moms, our sponsor today is Every Plate. And you and I both love Every Plate. I mean, love it. 
Love it, love it, love it. Now your kids are grown, my kids are still mm -hmm. in the house and you can control like how many meals come, how the frequency, like, like talk about why this is so great other than the huge price saving and time saving uh, of not going to the grocery store. Totally. And I've been doing this for years too, because for me, the going to the grocery store was too much of a time suck in that that took me away from my work that I was able to get done. And, and for me to be able to have meals come to my door pre-measured, I have chosen which meals I want. What I love about every plate too, is you can swap your proteins, veggies, and sides. This, I have to say, is one of the biggest perks that every plate can offer. Um, I love being able to schedule these. I don't have to worry about it. Then I can focus on the other things. And when mom was home with me, I would be able to spend the time with her. Maybe she'd want something else. I didn't have to worry because I knew the family had the prepared meals or the prepared ingredients all set to go that I could say, you know what, Ross, can you finish this part of it? I am going to go help Graham with what she needs. And then we'd all be able to sit down and have a really, really nutritious, hearty, delicious, family pleasing meal. Well, it's yeah, awesome. I like it because as a single mom, I do not want to take my kids to the grocery store, they throw everything in the cart. It's always an argument and a fight. Yeah. And one meal from every plate is about the same price as a cup of coffee and not even it. an expensive cup of coffee. Yeah, like we're not I talking know. like designer coffee. You know, I we're know. talking, you know, you know, $1.79 a meal. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it cuts out the trips to the grocery store so you can mm -hmm. get dinner on the table in 30 minutes. And I want to just give you guys an idea because not only is their lower price point a huge factor because there's so many different meal plans out there but let me read you some of these recipes french onion chicken with roasted carrots and mashed potatoes this is one of my favorites the farmer's market penne with lemon and parmesan oh gosh yeah in the sweet chili pork tacos they have red cabbage slaw and it's got this like zesty crema and then it's got peanuts and everything's in little bags that you just open and dump in because one time I wanted to make this recipe and they're like, oh yeah, you need turmeric. Well, I don't happen to have a chunk of turmeric to cut up and dry and freezer, whatever. Right, right, right. But I also don't want to buy, a, like what's turmeric, like $9 for this little teeny thing. And then I'm going to use a quarter of a teaspoon. I'm like, really? No. I was just going to bring that up because you don't need, you have all of these pre-measured ingredients and you get to try something. I got to tell you, I hadn't used Swiss chard in a recipe before. And to be able to try Swiss chard and to be able to say, oh, wow, that's really good. I want to do it again. Or to be able to try their creamy mushroom steak and learn how to make it their way. Uh, and then you have that recipe so that you can, can do it again or try, you know, you're going to try that again. You know, you're going to love it. Well, so. there's a panini that they have in there. It's mozzarella, oh, tomato yes. jam, and the zucchini panini. And it's got yes. these, like herby potato wedges and balsamic ketchup. And it's like, yep. I could do all these things, Rob, and I can yeah. do them. But of course, I'd rather have the box come to the door. I open it and be done with it. But exactly. let's say I did have a big p party coming up. I would make those those herby or herby, yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it, but herby, <laughs> I say it herby, but herby, herby potato wedges. Like I would make those for anybody. And if I had a big party, mm -hmm. so 
the one thing that none of these meal companies get is they're also little mini cooking lessons. Yes. You get to, you know, you get these cards, you have to follow it. Like I learned how to cook barramundi. Who knew? I would never right. do that without. I would never these. have done that without trying it here. I love it. Yes, yeah, so I it. feel like not only does it save time, it mm -hmm. saves money, but it makes me a better cook. Now, I want you guys to try every plate for just $1.79 a meal by going to everyplate.com and enter the code MILITARYMOM179. That's MILITARYMOM179. If you're listening to this on the simulcast on Motherhood Talk Radio, you can use that code too. So get started with every plate for just $1.79 a meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code MILITARYMOM179, that's MILITARYMOM179, you will save up to $104 and you will save exponentially in the shopping stress, the driving, especially in bad weather, Rob. Like you guys are getting slammed on the East Coast and you just told mm -hmm. me today you weren't sure if you wanted to go down the driveway to go to the grocery store and you're exactly. like, you're so glad that every plate came. You have everything you need. You don't have to go out. So try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code MILITARYMOM179. That's MILITARYMOM179. You guys will be so glad you did. Now, Rob, we're talking today about, you know, this kind of sandwich generation slot many of us find ourselves in because nursing home care facilities, they all are having problems with, you know, Omicron and COVID. So many of us are now caring for parents in our home, elderly parents in our home, where maybe, you know, in years past, they would go into a nursing home or they go into a care facility. Well, guess what? They're all booked and they're understaffed. So if you're like me and you're finding yourself having an elderly parent in the household while you're raising children, that's a lot. And that's why we're talking about it. Because Rob, you've had what, 20 years experience with this? Uh-huh. And, and the, um, the one thing that I have to say is there are days that are very tough to balance it all. There's going to be days that you are going to feel like you just don't know which way to turn. Stop and realize this person also is probably feeling the same way. Your elder is, is probably saying, oh, I wish I could just get in the car and go down to the store and get my XYZ because I, that's what I always love to do. My mom loved her chicken nuggets at McDonald's. And I mean, she would love going out for breakfast in the morning and, and then in night she would love her chicken McNuggets and she couldn't drive anymore. She couldn't, you know, this was something that had been taken away from her, a joy that had been taken away from her. We have to remember their lives have also changed. And if we step back and have to have that sort of pause, if you will, to remember their lives have changed, your life has changed, your children's lives have changed because now they have an elder. And I got to tell you, the relationship that my daughter and my mother ended up having would never have happened had we just been visiting her maybe every other Sunday afternoon for dinner. They had such a special relationship. The bond was, was so precious. They, she, even after Emily was, was married and had moved away uh, in another state, 
she and Graham would write to each other. They would share pictures of shoes because they mom loved buying shoes and they would send pictures of shoes to each other. It was so special to this day in, in a drawer, I still have all of those pictures of shoes that Emily and my mother had, had shared with each other. Those are the things that are sort of retrospect down the, that you have later, but you have to stop while you're in that moment of frustration and not knowing that you're going to get through the day because you're going to burst. You're just <laughs> going to explode. Stop a minute and say, wait a minute, there is value here. There is purpose here. There is going to be a benefit from this. I may not be able to because the dog also pooped on the floor and, and, you know, the mom needs help in the bathroom and the kid is screaming because they're supposed to be at the, their basketball team game five minutes ago. There's going to be times that you're just going to be so stressed. You have to stop and just say, okay, we'll get through it. We're going to do it. We'll, we'll, right. And, and then, ultimately that this is a good thing yeah. because I can tell you like at the 10 year mark of doing this, I can look back and see how much more my kids got out of history class. Cause when they yeah. studied world war two, my dad talked about, you know, aluminum foil rationing and, you know, collecting, yeah. collecting tin and collecting things and you know, how, how, what they got in their Christmas stocking and what they got, like my kids got such a better understanding of history because yeah. my dad, you know, work, you know, he was in the Korean War. So, you know, we got that, you know, he was a little boy in World War Two. So lots of military history, but also lots of compassion. You know, when mm -hmm. your kids have to help grandpa to get into the car, it yeah. also helps them feel powerful. Like yes. when my kids take care of my dad, like, yeah, sometimes they bitch to high heaven, but sometimes they don't. And they're really proud of the things. And what was really amazing, Rob, is when my son went off to college this year, he got a tattoo and he got my dad's um, Navy number tattooed on his lapel on his chest. So he's like, I always have grandpa with me. And even though grandpa might forget about me because grandpa has dementia, he's like, grandpa was always with me over my heart and it's tattooed on his I'm not a big tattoo fan but it is cute and it looks like a lapel pin like when he has his bathing suit on and it's his grandpa's military number so you know that was a huge deal for us and you know when yeah. we talk about multi-generational men in the household because you had a boy you have a yeah. husband I had my dad okay. in the house and I have two mm -hmm. boys I'm going to read something to you because it's really cute. Roses are red. Violets are blue. We love shaved balls. How about you? <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up and we know just the gift to give to that special someone for all special occasions. This V-Day, it's time to give him a gift that 4 million men worldwide trust from Manscaped, the leader in below-the-waist grooming. And I got to tell you, if you use our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and you're going to use the code code coach talk because we are coaching you today and we are talking so you're going to use that code coach talk for 20 percent off and free shipping and rob i got this for both my boys and for my father 
because the product everybody's going to love in this package is the lawnmower, the lawnmower 4.0. And this is an electric trimmer designed to trim the hair on loose skin. And get this, <laughs> the trimmer's advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on his delicate balls. I it even it. has a 4000K LED spotlight so he can shave anywhere, anytime. And, you know, I know this is, you know, designed this 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 live read is designed for for women to get for their husbands mm -hmm. but i'm telling you i got one for my dad and i got one for both my boys because they're in their late teens and i don't mm -hmm. expect their girlfriends to thank me but you know what rob it's about grooming it's about health down there it's about feeling mm -hmm. better and enjoying that part of your body with your partner or without your partner more like like you got one for steve Absolutely. I mean, and, and it's really fun. I mean, when you talk about the lawnmower, or I love the weed whacker, when you stop and think that my husband in his 70s is now sprouting hair that we never imagined was <laughs> sprouting. <laughs> Having that weed whacker is, is pretty handy because uh, you know what he's finding in his ears um, because he does uh, competitive shooting and he does uh, some archery, when you have to have earplugs in or even using your, your AirPods, you can't uh, put them in when you've got all of this hair growing in there. And this weed whacker is the spiffiest tool ever. And <laughs> I just love the fact, and I, I love the fact that they call it the worst of the weeds. It, honestly, the older, these old men get these, these weeds coming out of everywhere. Um, it is, it's really, really cool. What I also love though, this company is cruelty-free, dye-free, paraben-free and vegan. When you stop and talk about um, like the, crop preserver yeah. because down there you know just like women down there guys need some deodorant or some toner and and i love the fact that this company is so conscientious there it's a fun company but they're also so conscientious and that i love well, yeah, and they're, they're hitting somewhere that we as women are like, oh, come on now, guys. Like, you know, yeah. we all wax down there and I get my Brazilian and everything's clean and tidy down there. Why wouldn't it be that way? Exactly. And why would you teach your sons to have that kind of grooming? So go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with the code COACHTALK. And they even throw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep his boy stored comfortably now so to get 20% off and free shipping use that code coach talk at manscape.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com use that code coach talk and gift his cupid an arrow from manscaped this Valentine's Day and I don't care if you find it weird that I got it for my teenage late teenage sons go for it your kids will love you and they will die <laughs> when they <laughs> opened it you should have seen the their faces just <laughs> bananas and they're like mom and I'm like guys you're gonna have 
girlfriends and wives and they will think I'm the coolest mom ever. So go ahead and be the coolest mom or like in Rob's case, her husband is in his seventies, be the coolest wife ever and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. You know, Rob, as we talk about the, um, you know, the, the juggling of senior parents, senior husbands and kids, because I do have quite a few friends who've married older men who are now in their forties and their husbands are in their late sixties and seventies. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a big deal because you're dealing with fatigue and the elder fatigues a lot mm -hmm. faster than your younger kids. Mm -hmm. And it, it shifts too, because what, when you used to have dinner at six o'clock at night and the family would all sit down. Now, if you've got an elder in there, they probably want to have something to eat at four o'clock and they only want a little, their appetites are different. They aren't eating the same kinds of things. It's harder for them maybe to be, of course, with mom, it was harder for her to sit at the table and the wheelchair just wasn't the right height for sitting at the table. Yep. Um, and that meant she was often eating in her room alone. So I would be having the kids eating together and then I would come and try and eat with her at least in the other room so that she was still in her comfortable chair. It shifts everything. And I think you do feel that divide. You totally are a sandwich that you have to uh, be playing the nursemaid and you have to be playing the mother. And it's very difficult because you can't swap the two because you'll oh. start to reprimand the elder like you're reprimanding the little ones. And you do have to remember they have, they have, they're senior for a reason. They've been there uh, and it's hard not to be condescending. Well, and that's what I have a problem with my kids. I'll be honest, like, you know, my kids are very defensive of me as a yeah. single mom. And like some days my dad is grumpy and Zach will say, grandpa, don't talk to mom like that. She takes good care of you. Oh. Or Max will say, you know, dad, grandpa, he calls my dad, dad, because his dad's not in the picture. But yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, pops, he said, you know, would it kill you to say thank you to mom? She does a lot for you. And yeah, it's yeah. really weird because I feel this discomfort of going, my children are, they're not being disrespectful of their elder because mm -hmm. they're absolutely in the right with what they're saying. But is it okay for a teenage boy to reprimand an 88 year old man. But, and I, I, I kind of let these things go because my dad will say like, no, you're right. And he'll say, mm. thanks, Sam, for all you do. You know, there's some amazing correction that comes in. But with the meals, Rob, I find that I cook a big dinner and then I only give my senior the leftovers for lunch because they can't eat a big dinner at night. And I do do a lot of shifting and juggling. Like I will make a meal and then I'll portion off half for the kids and I'll add crushed red pepper and spicy sauce and all like that and portion out. Yeah, you yeah. get better at this. Yeah. And then I also did buy a separate set of little tubs that I keep in the kitchen that go in the fridge that are blue. And the kids can eat anything out of the clear ones, but the blue is grandpa's food because they're like, ooh, it's bland. Ooh, it has no salt. Ooh. Like, well, don't <laughs> right. eat the blue tubs. So, right. you know, these little things, you do get better at it. And yeah. 
I find that if I feed my dad, he has oatmeal at like 6.45 in the morning, he has scrambled eggs and toast at 10.30, then he has his main meal about 1 o'clock, and then at 4 o'clock I give him popcorn and some oranges or apple slices, mm -hmm. then he can sit down with us for dinner, but he has his dessert. So yeah. he might have a yeah. little brownie, he might have a little bit of ice cream, you know, we got to keep yeah, his sugar yeah. down, but he can't eat a big meal with right. us at right. 6 30 at night when you go to bed at eight like it's exactly. not happening and so to cut down like i drove myself bananas trying to make all these different meals mm. now i make the same main meal but i portion off things without spices without sauces sure. without salt sure. and i put it in my own grandpa containers and those yeah. go in the fridge so i can just plate up his food but it right. doesn't get in the it doesn't get in the way and it's not extra work I love that. I, I and I, I totally. I we used to not quite get to the color coding, and I'm surprised because I am such a color coder. Yes, but <laughs> but they the kids would be careful if they saw one little portion. Uh, they would say, "Is that grams?" And I would say either yes or no, which was fine. Um, I think the one thing too is letting yourself be okay with the fact that you don't have to have the the same routine that you once did. It's okay if, because their sugar levels need to be yeah. uh, taken care of or, or whatnot. Or like you say, elders don't really have the appetite that you would expect. So we can't have them sit down and, and expect to eat what, what we would have thought they would eat or an adult would eat well and this okay. comes to the guilt thing that i have to remind myself yeah. you know my father had 88 years of life on this planet he's had yep. family dinners he's done yep. all this stuff so why would i and i do you know because i have this conversation in my head or sometimes yeah. i write it in my journal when i do my brain dump at the end of the day i'm like why would i feel guilty that i my dad eats alone in his chair i put on mm -hmm. archie bunker he's happy as a clam he already did family dinners. He did grandchildren dinners. And so why would I feel guilty? He's had enough of this stuff. And it's like, it's okay if I want to have a family dinner, just the kids, and we sit mm -hmm. at the dinner table. He can join us or not join us. He can go to sleep. Like, these are things, this is about me, Rob. And I yeah. think that's the biggest thing with elder caregiving and child caregiving. It's what can you live with? Yes. And when my therapist friend said to me, she goes, why are you stressing out about this? He's already been through all five grandchildren's basketball games, his own basketball games, yeah, yeah. his two boys' basketball games. So yeah. what if you leave him home one night and he's got to watch TV? Like, That's right. He's, like, he's probably seen more basketball games with yeah. family members yeah. than you have. And here you're so stressed out, you're not even going to the game and not feeling good. Right, so, right. You know, and the other thing, too, is I'm all for putting a parent in a wheelchair before they're ready. Oh, Absolutely. I don't care. Like we call ours the red racer. We don't call it a wheelchair. We call it the red racer. It's bright. Red. Ours was buggy. She oh. had a buggy. <laughs> right. And mine has, I got this cool wheelchair bag on my back for my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's stars mm -hmm. and stripes and it's really cool and he likes it. And I said, come on, let's get the red racer because there's nothing worse than being halfway through your chores or yes. you're going from one soccer game to the other and they're tired. 
Yes. And I'm yes. like, I can roll him anywhere. I can cover him with a blanket. Like, and sometimes yeah. it's too hot to leave him in the car. Like, you know, so get over it. And if they yes. get upset that it's a wheelchair, it's okay for them to be upset. You are not there to manage all their feelings. And if you have a soccer game that goes into overtime, too bad, so sad, dad. Here's a Diet Coke. Here's a hot dog. Knock yourself out. Stay in the wheelchair. And if you want to take a nap, just cover them up with a blanket and you keep going because yeah. there are going to be those times, just like when a baby falls asleep in the middle of its own birthday party. There's something to be said, though, for that inclusivity. And I think even if at the moment they're sort of saying, oh, I wish I was home or can't we go home? Are we done yet? There is something about having them there and having that inclusivity. And believe it or not, subliminally, they are appreciating it. The yeah. other thing I, I was actually going to bring up, too, is the dynamic of which you did not have is the husband-wife dynamic Yes, when you have an elder in the house. Because there were times that it was difficult for Stephen and I to have a marital discussion. <laughs> there sure. were times With that it was right there. <laughs> it was difficult for us to have marital relations in, when uh, when mom was here. There were times that she'd be ringing for me, and Stephen and I would have had that one moment. My God, it's been a month, and you know what? Ding, 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 ding. <gasps> oh, and she'd say what are you two up to? Or, you know, and it's sort of like, geez, oh. you know, <laughs> well, okay. I've got a good one. You ready for this one? Yeah. So I'm dating this young guy, 12 years younger than me, super hot. We're having a good time. We go upstairs in the TV room because nobody is there. Kids are asleep and we're fooling around and my shirt is open. And I kid you not like, we heard my dad's bedroom door open and we're like, oh no. Now granted, he's like 32, 33, I'm like 45. We both hit the deck in the TV <laughs> room, pulled the like a comforter, like a blanket, like a TV blanket, yeah. like over our heads, we were face <laughs> down and we looked up and he goes, is your dad in his underpants? He had gotten up, came out of his room, which he never does, he was hungry. He walked right by and we were like little kids, like little teenagers under a blanket and he's in his underpants only. And we were just like, till this day, that's one of our most funny memories, but that's what it's like. You know, kids go to sleep and unless they're sick, they don't wake up. Old yeah. people, they get, up they get up and they walk out and they can be buck naked. I remember my grandpa yeah. who lived with us, he walked by my sisters in my bedroom when we were little, we were maybe 10 years old and we were like ew it's hanging down to his knees because he didn't have any pants on but then now when I look at my own father and I'm like it hangs down to his knees I'm like you know what that's just what it does when you're over 85 that's exactly right <laughs> oh my god over it but yes you know, you will have really funny memories with yeah. the elder in your house. You really will yeah. enjoy. It will be stressful and it, it will is be challenging. Stressful. But I do think overall it's the best for the kids. I really Oh do. my god. I absolutely feel that way. And 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 I think now especially as they're adults, they know and they have that that wonderful bond with with their elder. Yes. which they never would have had otherwise. 
and you're right. I think there's, there's a different compassion in their lives. There's a different appreciation in their lives. There are, and, and I think too, um, it carries into so many other areas of their lives. They are able to have a conversation with a business associate who is an elder. Now that Ross is, is an educator, he has students that are in their seventies and he has students who are seven and in it, he's able to relate to them in their own zone, if you will. He's, he has that capacity. Had he not had that relationship with his grandmother, I don't think that that same capacity would be there. No, it's a skill set. You mm -hmm. know, it's a skill set and there's a confidence that I see in both of my kids. Like, you know, we went at Christmas time, we went to hear the like the church sing and, yeah. you know, there were a couple of old people. My kids jumped up, they got the door, they parked the walker, they gave their arm to the one lady and everybody's like, oh, your sons are so well mannered. Oh, your sons are so this. But, you know, they knew how to do that from my mm -hmm. dad versus the other kids that just sit there going like, I, I don't know what to do. And right. when elders will be afraid to even yes. approach an elder how many times does a, a younger person cower because they're afraid to touch them or their skin might be wrinkly or they they just yes. can't cope with that whereas your sons and and my children thought nothing of it right and they're comfortable with yep. with this and they're they also learn a different sensibility because each generation has its thing you know mm. like my dad's generation is all about like you know you do this for your mother you take mm -hmm. care of your mother and i don't think as a single mom my kids would be as stable and as responsible mm -hmm. if my dad wasn't in the house riding their ass every time they mm -hmm. gave me lip like yeah. my dad would be like i don't like when you talk to your mother that way and that's why it's kind of full circle you yes, know yeah. I don't like when you talk to mom that way like that's <laughs> not okay and um, but they're also doing it in a in a respectful, respectful way too yeah. they're not you know they're not snapping at him and being rude they are stating a fact and by the relationship that they have by growing up with him have that it, that ability to to say that in in a little more objective manner um yeah i i think it's perfectly fine that they're saying that yeah well and it was funny i remember when they were younger they were really awful and they wanted to stop somewhere like i don't know like cold stone for ice cream <laughs> and i said no and they were jabbering in the back like no wonder mom's single she's no fun who would want to date her and then my father like you know and i was kind of laughing thinking like they're just being teenagers but my dad yeah. he's like sandra he's like take that exit up there and then you like and i'm thinking like does he need to go to the bathroom like you know what's yeah, going on yeah. he goes pull in that parking lot like of some hotel and i'm thinking what is going on here and my dad turned around and he said your mother is a fine woman and he said i don't care that you're snotty teenage boys he goes you will not say those things he's like that is too mean that is this that is that and both of my kids like and they were almost crying by the end and they're yeah. like you might think it's funny he goes but it's not funny it's hurtful and he goes your mother is single because of you two he's like you think you could get you know date someone and you want to go here and you want to do this and you dance and you play basketball he's like when is she supposed to have a social life and it was like i didn't even think of that that way rob 
but I'm so glad. And, and ever since then, like my kids have never said ugly things like that. And, you know, they were just being kids and they were throwing darts like whatever they could. And it was really good. And that's why I think sometimes the right parent in the household can make a big difference. And I'm just going to end on this note, but just be very careful, especially, you know, this is military mom talk radio. If you have a military father living with you and you date a military man, I'm thinking about the commander, expect that you will lose more than one date to your dad and your boyfriend jabbering. The first date I had with them, a Navy SEAL commander and my dad, who's a retired commander, sat down at the dinner table. This was the meet the family, blah, blah, blah. My kids were bored to death. This also happened with the fighter pilot I dated. Yeah. Bored to death. And then they stayed up till two o'clock in the morning sharing war stories while I went to bed. Thank you for meeting my family. And I'm so glad you're dating my dad. <laughs> yes, about the size of it. We did the same thing. My son-in-law, the Marine who came into the family and Emily and I just were sort of like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> right. And Steve's like, oh, this is great. I finally yes. I got somebody to talk to. Yes, like, yes exactly. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's it's pretty special. Um, I, I love having my mother here. The other thing too, and I, I know we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon, but the other thing too is having them in the house is difficult, but having them in the house is so much easier. It, it, it's sort of yes. like the contrary because you are there to help them with their bathroom needs. You are there to help them with their financial decisions. You are there to help them with their um other well, other everything. kinds of things you don't have everything. to worry about they're being neglected you don't have to worry about them being robbed or taken yep. advantage of you know there's all these things you know anna who worked for me with my kids is now working with me as a i call her a mother's helper because she's not a yeah. nanny she's not a cook she's like an everything for me yeah and she was so happy friday <laughs> yeah, and she was so happy to come back and help take care of my dad. Sure. She took him to the to get a pastrami sandwich this week. And do you know the waiter wrote his own tip in? He double charged my dad. And I don't believe it was a mistake, but an Anna caught it. She's like always with a senior check that bill and so she's so funny because she's like 411 and and she's like hey i want to talk to the manager she said he's double charged he put his own tip on here and the lady says to her she goes oh well he only speaks spanish so she probably misunderstood your dad and she said I speak Spanish. She goes, I'm fluent in Spanish and English. And she's like, I'm charged to take care of grandpa. And she goes, and I know because I take care of seniors. She goes, I see this all the time. They don't read the bill. They can't wow. see it. They just sign it. So word to the wise, if you're caring for an elder and somebody slips the bill to them and they say, I want to pay, which often they do. They do. They don't read it. They can't see it. They just sign it and people rip them off. So that was my aha, like, 
you know, go Anna, go. She knew to check. I wouldn't have checked. I would yeah. have just let my dad put it and then, you know, thought, oh, well, that was expensive when we went out to not knowing they're being ripped off. So elder abuse, elder abuse, check those receipts <laughs> and um, and enjoy every minute of it. Because that's the other thing is it doesn't last forever. Eventually, your parent will age out and go to the great beyond and your family will be different as a result. And now when I look back and go, I'm really glad that I brought my dad into the home, even though everybody told me I was flipping crazy. Three dogs, two kids, one company to run, an old man, and off we go. But I am glad I did. I'm glad you are too. I, I don't regret a minute of having mom in the house. We, we, we had a, a joyous family because of it. Love that. All right. We'll be back again next week with another great episode. Thanks for spending time with us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation with you on Military Mom Talk Radio.